Hey, come here. Take a seat. Put your feet up. Here, uh, grab a glass. Yeah, let me pour you some divinity while we listen to what happened last time on The Incorrigible Party. Recovering in the refuge of the tickly servant, now closed to public patrons, the party prepares for the theater, awaiting nightfall. Arriving at the Arknoll's entrance, Shaft and Falzern wait outside as Shakara and Mia enter the theater in the appropriate attire. Finding their contact, surrogate, the ladies are led to their seats and given instructions to meet with him during intermission. Once seated, Shakara and Mia spot Hannah, brazenly wearing the amulet of Kalar, in her private balcony seat. In addition, Isabella and Kula have decided to attend the play as well. What will happen next? The party seems vexed. Will there be forks, dorks, witches, liches? Hold on to your britches! Orcs, Niyogi, is the blue light our fate? Nevertheless, adventure awaits. Mia and Shakara is you and the rest of uh, the, 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 the watchers? No, viewers. What do you call it when it goes to a play? Attendees? Uh, I don't know. The audience? <laughs> is you and... Oh, Not yeah, watchers. the audience. <laughs> while, you, while you two and the rest of the watchers get up and uh, start <laughs> filing out of the theater. <laughs> and you look a uh, 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 kind of haunting and very beautiful organ music starts to play. And it seems like it's just coming from everywhere. Like, it's just all around you. And you see a few uh, of the uh, viewers of the Watchers look oh a little confused. Some of them, um, some of them, kind of, you see, they're they're smiling as this music uh, kicks in. But uh, they all continue just to file out of the theater. Uh, I assume you are following. Yep. And uh, the two of you also see that you know Hannah and Isabella both get up uh, from their loge boxes uh, and and disappear from sight as well. And they all, basically, everyone just falls back into that uh, that large room with the fireplaces and the bar. And, you know, people sit up on uh, the, the sofas that were there. E each of the three fireplaces are, have a roaring fire in them now. Clearly, uh, someone has lit them in the brief time since you had walked through this empty room. Uh, as surrogate was leading you to the, uh, the theater, to, to your seats. And uh, there's a few servers here uh, carrying drinks around, everybody offering... Uh, all of the, the watchers uh, a beverage if they're so inclined during this intermission. Shakara, grab a drink. Let's blend in. We need to find Zanzibar now. Gladly. And I will grab a drink from a passing server. I grab one too. I will also be keeping an eye out for Kula. Uh, why don't you each make me a perception check? 13. 18. Neither of you see any sign of Kula, uh, or Isabella for that matter, but you both see that Hannah comes walking down that large, grand, uh, what did I call it, the gr large marble staircase, right, that would kind of uh, loom down over the uh, lower entrance into the theater. And you see that she is kind of flanked by what looked like two, two like guards, and they are armed, uh, which again, you know, you weren't allowed, you weren't allowed to come in here in any type of armor or 
with weapons and no one else around you of course everyone is in, the, in their fine dress uh, so clearly it looks like she has some type of privilege here or, or sway they just have like daggers or something um, no, they are in, like, leather armor, and they do each have a uh, scimitar at their waist. No uh, daggers uh, hit up their, hidden up their skirts or anything. <laughs> do they look like they were previously jackals? <laughs> they, they look like they're humans. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, where are the jackals? Yeah. So she is just coming down, uh, down the staircase. And you see she's just kind of surveying the room herself. Um, I'm not sure if... The two of you want to avoid being seen by her. I'm just trying to blend in, and when I see Hannah's coming down, I'm gonna turn my back and like face Shakara and you know fake laugh, <laughs> and you know look the other way so she's seeing the back of my head. I mean, I'm also in my Asimar form, so who knows how much that looks like my human self. But anyway, Shakara's not met Hannah before, correct? No. So. I wouldn't, I mean, I would know her because I assume Mia pointed her out to me, but she wouldn't know me, especially now. Yeah, you would, like, she's the type of person that I think you look around and you know that's she's in charge. Yeah. Right. So if your back is to her, I'm going to be standing on the other side of you, kind of watching her, but not, not looking like I'm watching her. She gets to the bottom of the stairs, takes a drink herself. Uh, you see actually a, a server kind of, like, makes a beeline to her as they notice that she has come down from uh, her seat in the theater. And she takes a drink, takes a seat on one of the the sofas, the chairs in front of the fireplace, um, and is just conversing. She seems to be conversing with uh, the few people that are around there. All right, how are we, uh, I guess maybe Zanzibar finds us, hey? Let's just, do you see him? Can I do a check to see if I see him? Uh, you know, no, I'll roll over. I'll roll over your your perception checks that you already gave me, right? As you've kind of been looking on this room. Uh, off to your left. So if you were looking at the staircase, right? To your left, um, you do see both of you do see surrogate. I guess one of your lefts and the other the other <laughs> right, right? <laughs> Shakara's left, my right. Okay. What do you? What do you freaking stage see, right? <laughs> yes, to your stage left, you see surrogate Zanzibar. And uh, he is kind of trying to be nonchalant and catch one of your eyes and is, you know, quietly or, uh, and gently waving you over, um, trying not to make much of, a, much of a commotion or draw anyone else's attention. He is there. You see him. Okay. Yes. He's gesturing to us. Yeah, let's, let's slowly, you know, waltz our way over there. I, I'm going to keep my back to Hannah. All right. And we will walk, stroll. Over to him. Not literally waltzing. <laughs> <laughs> Mia could waltz if she needed to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he, he kind of, you know, he sees you approaching and he just starts to back up uh, a little more uh, further uh, towards basically moving as a like past the staircase. And this is kind of the same area where he like led you around and under that marble staircase right to the doors but mm -hmm. off to the left of those doors now in the kind of in the corner of the room he brings you to basically like a section of the wall and at about waist height around uh this the whole room there's like a like a molding you know like a crown molding kind of that mm -hmm. runs around uh the, that breaks up two different colors in the wall kind of thing it's called chair rail 
A chair rail, thank you, yes. Because crown molding is on the ceiling, isn't it? Yes. It is, yes. <laughs> or like just touching the ceiling. Oh, okay. Well, there is crown molding too. There's crown molding. I'm sure. There's chair railing. And, there's and regular molding. molding. Yeah. There's base, yeah, base molding. Yeah. You, base got, boards, yeah. you got molding out the ass in this place because it's fancy. It's fancy. The ship lap. You see, he just kind of runs his uh, finger uh, over that the the chair backing thingamajigger. Now I already <laughs> forgot what you called it. <laughs> and he basically finds like a little button that he presses. And a section of the wall opens up, and he kind of ushers you into it. Quickly, quickly, inside, inside. Okay, we hurry. And uh, he'll he'll close it behind him. You see on the other side, there is like a like a doorknob, and it's basically like, it looks like a regular door on the other side, right? And he's clearly led you into something, um, something akin to like an employee's exit and entrance. Mm. Uh, and there's basically a long hallway that stretches to your left and to your right which would be in the your current uh, um, direction would to the left would lead like towards the entrance of the entire theater itself right and the ticket booth to the right would be moving towards the actual uh, theater itself it's 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 down here out I don't know much but every time she comes in she's not wearing the wearing the necklace she goes up to her load seat, and then she has it on. And whenever she leaves after the shows, she's not wearing it. So I can take you up to her 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 box. I I don't know where else it could be. She comes through here. No no no. Uh, but we can we can avoid the crowd, and I can take you take you up there. But oh okay. Unless hurry. Yes, hurry. How much longer do we have? Intermission's only about fifteen minutes or so. Okay, let's, let's go. go. So basically, he takes you um, about forty feet down, and then there's kind of another another left, right? And it's very clear that this little hallway it, it kind of runs the the perimeter of the building itself. So basically, he has to take you far down to the left until you see a, a set of stairs, which would lead to the second floor. He ushers you up them, and there's another like hidden door that he opens. Um, sorry, on this side it looks like a door, right? But uh, as he opens it for you up on the on the balcony area on the second store, second story, closes it up again. It again just looks like a wall, right? Uh, it completely blends in, nearly seamless. But you know, now that it's there, it's not. Uh, it, it's you can clearly tell that it's there, but it's not necessarily uh, made to be, you know, broadcasted. There's an en exit or entrance there. I'm going to make mental note of where it is, too. Mm -hmm. Sure, absolutely. And it's actually quite um, easy to, to recall as it, it's literally in the the, cor the very corner of this L-shaped, uh, you know, you're in like the left section of, of an L or a, or a square really is what it is. So to, to your immediate left, there it looks like there's a dead end down there. And uh, at the very end there does look like there's a door. And then... Directly in front of you is just more uh, of a, a ten-foot walkway here. Again, he's he's kind of quickly ushering you through as quickly as possible, right? And mm -hmm. this whole the whole walk here takes like five minutes, right? It's not it's not an excessive amount that you're traveling. It's just a little bit of a roundabout way, just because he has to take you, you know, through the employees' entrance and up. And uh, it is just deserted in this hallway. And you know, as you're moving down it, there there are a few doors on your left, uh, which you assume would lead to the the upper boxes that you found. 
and he takes you all the way to the end. Uh, right before you hit another corner, he takes you to where uh, Hannah's box would be, and, and is able to to let you in uh, into this this loge box. And you know, inside it, it looks uh, as elegant as the 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 room downstairs. You know, during intermission with all the drinks and stuff, like velvet walls, and you know, it looks like a, a, what you would think a theater box would look like. That's kind of exactly what you can picture. Mm-hmm. In it, there are six uh, seats. They look quite comfortable. Definitely an upgrade from what uh, Surrogate had ushered the two of you to down below. Not that those seats were were not, you, you know, you know what I mean. Like this is yeah, clearly yeah. an upgrade yeah, to what yeah. what's down down there. It's first class. But it is empty up here. There's no sign of the two jackals. Mia, can you do some kind of search? I can I can try to detect, detect magic. I, do I see anything that stands out to me in in general, like not magical, like a hatch, a box, a safe, a, like anything? Picture frame on the wall, you know. Sure, you can each give me an investigation. Thirteen. Eleven. We dumb. <laughs> searching, searching around here. There's no like there are adornments around. Like there are, um, you know, uh, like, like candle holders that are yeah, like sconces exactly and that kind of stuff. But you know, you're searching around them and you don't you don't find any anything that seems out of place or or out of the ordinary. Okay, I'm going to cast Detect Magic. I assume you are casting casting it and not taking 10 minutes no, to No, 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 I'm going to cast it, cast <laughs> it, and I'm going to, again, like, within 30 feet of me, I'm going to walk up and down. But, I mean, things can be blocked by stone, metal, lead, etc., so I don't know. Yeah, there, nothing, uh, nothing comes up from your Detect Magic. What do you see? Shakara, nothing. Nothing's, nothing's glowing, nothing's standing out as magical. I mean, perhaps someone comes up here and hands it to her. I mean, it doesn't mean it's stored here. Zanzibar, anywhere else at the theater, like, completely off-limits that you know of, like, you know, that Hannah's like, do not go. Anything like that? No, there's there's just the area backstage. Um, there's uh, the, the basement with the props. There's, there's no other place that I could think of that... that Something could be hidden there. What do we do, Shakara? Like, he needs this amulet. We know she has it. She's not going to be willing to hand it over. Worst case scenario, we tell Samuel who has it. But it would be best if we could give it to him ourselves. It's true. He did ask us to find it. We found it. Mayhaps we send a message to Shaft to tell him what we know so far. Okay, sure. Let's let's be quick. Can I send it while I while we walk out, Zanzibar? Please guide the way. Of course, of course. I'll take you back the way we came. So I'll cast uh, sending to Shaft. Shakara, what all what all do we say again? Hannah here with amulet. Uh, yeah, amulet here. Can't find Heidi place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm gonna cast sending to Shaft, and I'm gonna be like. Shaft, the amulet is here. Hannah has it. Hannah's wearing it. We don't know where it's stored. Wait till you hear from me. And, uh, and that's it. So we'll just go, we'll go back to the show, business as usual. 
Uh, yeah, as you're as you're turning to, to leave the loge box, here, actually each of you just give me one more perception check. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Oh, I did just as well. Ten is also passive is uh, fifteen, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole time you've been in here too, like that—that that organ music is still still going. I meant to ask this earlier. The organ is like part of the musical pit that we would know is there from the show. Like, it's not like an instrument that wasn't playing. You have not seen an organ anywhere. Okay. There's nothing down in the, that in the theater I here itself. Asked then. Yeah, no, there there doesn't look like like there is a place for the band like at the base of the stage mm-hmm. like there normally would be but there are there's no there's no instruments there at all uh, so yeah the the organ music does is strange like you just don't know where it's coming from because again right. it kind of sounds like it, it's reverberating even just like from the walls of themselves hmm okay and when i detected magic there's nothing like magical about the walls or like the building itself no no nothing nothing like that even with your low perception rolls you hear uh, mixed in with that organ music you think you hear Shaft and Kula speaking Shaft and Falzern out on the, the terrace across the street is there something that the two of you like are, are chatting about or is there any conversations that two of you would have since the ladies have left yeah I think I'll sit back and take a swig and of the ale and go, Oh, man, Alamar, you don't know what you're missing. This five gold piece ale is delicious. Five gold pieces. Yeah, when you pay up for stuff, it does taste a lot better. I I have to agree, Shaft. This is admittedly the only five gold piece ale I've ever tasted, but it's certainly the best. You ever tasted it, I guess, on Heracleon? Not, not, not quite. No, I can't oh. say. Poor Alamar. I'd take another swig. You'd love it, buddy. <laughs> uh, just gotta look out around the crowd and uh, you know on the streets and see. Just sort of checking out the area. Okay, sure. Uh, did you want to like do a perception? Yeah, sure. Uh, Thirteen. Falsey, did you want to do one? Sure. Eight. Uh, so you're out here for maybe about. 10 or so minutes, you know, as the ladies, you see them kind of enter and, and disappear from your from your view. But you notice the the theater doors swing open and out steps Kula. And he seems to be looking around, you know, in your general direction, but he's clearly, like, seeking something out. And finally, you know, he, he steps away from the theater doors down to the side of the street, still kind of looking around. And then he he spots the two of you, and he kind of tentatively raises a hand as he crosses the street and approaches the two of you. I raise my glass, and I say to Falzern, there's that little crapper, uh, Kula. He's coming this way. Seems to have spotted us. I, I was trying to look intently down into my glass and not make eye contact, but it didn't work. Yeah, well, I'm not buying him a drink. Oh. <laughs> you better believe I am also not buying him a five gold piece ale. He reaches uh, your spot on this terrace. Gentlemen, will you accompany me? Grandmother Isabella requests 
uh, an audience with the two of you. Uh, right now? I mean, we haven't even ordered dinner yet. I have been sent to retrieve you if possible. If you refuse, I can inform her. I'm not refusing. Just saying that, you know, can, can we have a little time? I did spend five gold pieces on this ale. I, I would like to finish it. Yeah, I mean, have a seat. She doesn't know how long it's going to take to find us. Well, considering she gave me directions to where you were, I don't think that's true. Hmm. How would she have known exactly where we are? I do not ask Grandmother Isabella these questions. Hmm. Where is she? She's in the theater. I'm to take you backstage to see her. I don't have a ticket. Falzern, do you have a ticket? I don't, no. Nah, sorry, I don't, I mean, I don't think we can get in. Do you have a way to get us in the back? Yes, I will be able to get you in. I swig down the rest of my ale, lay it on there, sort of hold my hand up for the waitress to come over. And, well, okay, we gotta pay. I'm, I'm, I'm no thief. Falzerin will, will sort of attempt to do the same, but clearly, um, is not quite as good as Shaft is at chugging ale, so he sputters a little bit, has to take a break, and then... <laughs> Compose himself and try again. Okay. She brings a check over. I'll take a look at it, and I'll hand it to Falzerin and get up from the table and go, All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Falzerin looks down at the check, looks up at Shaft, looks down at the check, sighs, pulls out ten gold pieces, puts down the table. We'll follow Kula. Okay, yeah, and you see he's, like, as you <laughs> as you stall a little bit, he's, like, clearly getting a little antsy. Um, he's almost kind of, like, shifting his weight back and forth on his feet, right? A little, clearly a little nervous. Uh, as we're walking, I'll go, so what's Isabella doing here? Again, I, I believe Grandmother Isabella has business with Auntie Shakara. Hmm. I mean, did, did she ever tell you anything, or are you just a lackey? I... I'm a servant of Dendar. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, admittedly, at times it means I am a lackey, yes. Oh. So, I, I don't know anything about this Dendar person. Fill me in. Who's Dendar? Yeah, what do you know about this this Dendar person? You've never heard of the Serpent Mother? Has Auntie Shikara not told you about Dendar? She might have mentioned it, but we didn't pay any attention, right, Falzer? Yeah, maybe she said it once or twice. I didn't uh, think much of it or really listen all that intently. Maybe we should have, but 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 go on. What? Who's Dendar? She is the Night Serpent, the Serpent Mother. Dream of freedom, but remember, when there are dreams, there are always nightmares. Nightmares that Dendar devours of those most devoted to her. She knows all and sees all. She is with us always. She is everywhere. She is everything. And, and where is she? Where, can, where do you go to see her? Talk to her? You, you and I are not worthy to speak to Dendar. That's why there are those like Grandmother Isabella who are. Oh, is Isabella can talk to Dendar. Of course. Interesting. And and how does she do that? Where does she go to talk to this serpent Again, mother? You, you're asking me questions that I cannot answer. Well, why did you join the Dendar club? I mean, what do you got to do? If you are devoted to serving Dendar, it's quite simple. You 
like worshipping any other god. Yeah, but I mean, do you get anything out of it? I mean, there's got to be some kind of perks, right? I have been lucky enough to be chosen by Isabella, by grandmother, and I am bestowed with some abilities, yes. Ah, that's cool. What what can you do? I can do many things. I mean, Falls are in here. You should see what he can do. I mean, he can blow things up, and he can, like, wipe out the masses of people. I've seen him do it. Uh, I'm sorry, Falls I didn't mean to, you know. I, no, n- it, not not on, you know, not just to do it. I mean, it's for reasons. It's, it's, he's not a bad yes, guy. Not just willy-nilly, you see, of course. Yeah. Great power and responsibility and, and et cetera. And, and Dendar lets you do things like that, right? I suppose if it was Dendar's will for me to kill masses uh, of people, then yes, I would I would do it. Hmm. I sort of like this uh, Dendar idea then, if they can, you know, give me that kind of power. That sounds, uh, sounds pretty cool. Uh, if, again, if you are worthy and you wish to serve Dendar, simply speak to Grandmother Isabella, perhaps you were lucky enough to be chosen as well. Hey, it falls around. When you were in Isabella's pocket, did you did he mention this Dindar person to you? Well, no, frankly. Um, there was no mention at all of this serpent mother Dindar. Yeah, I don't think we're worthy of Dindar's uh, powers, unfortunately. But you're a lucky one there, Kula. You know, proud of you. I and, and Igna and, and Hulsa and Auntie Shigara has garnered more of Dindar's favor than I could ever hope to. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's mentioned Dendar before, but like I said, I I didn't really pay a lot of attention, but it's, it's, it sounds pretty cool. Perhaps that is what Isabella wants to speak to you about. Oh, really? You think so? I I do not know Grandmother Isabella's agenda, nor am I nor do I have the right to ask her about every move that she makes. You know, Shaft, this could be your big break. I've been waiting for something and it, this might be it. You're right. So, so she's in the back. And, uh, she's not watching the show anymore. She needs to, you know, back in behind the theater then, where it's nice and dark. I, I am to take you through backstage. She will be in the theater. These are my, my directions. And he's, he's just taking you along the outside of the theater itself. Um, again, this building is quite large. And basically you get to what looks like like a back service door on, on the rear of this building. And it does look like it is uh, ajar, so it is open. Because there is no, there's no, like, doorknob on the outside of it. Clearly it's, you know, you open it from the inside, and once it's shut, it's it's shut, right? Uh, but he is able to to open it uh, as, as there is a little gap he can get his fingers into and, and, and pull it open. And he'll motion for the two of you to do, uh, walk inside. Uh, I'd like to use primeval awareness uh, just to see if I sense any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elements, fey, fiends, and specifically undead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is it does it give you each of those, or are you to pick one? Uh, it says, as an action, you can expel one ranger spell slot for one minute of the spell, up to, uh, one, one minute per spell level, which I'll do it at first, and... To sense whether any aberrations, celestials, da 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 da, are within one mile of you, up to six miles if you're in your favorite terrain. The feature doesn't reveal the creature's location or number. I just want to know if I sense that within our uh, 
our general vicinity. And I guess it doesn't tell me how close, but if it's in one mile, I would know. Yeah, you sense a celestial uh, within a mile and an un- and undead within a mile. Oh, and Fey within one mile. I sort of... Uh, cool is up in front of us then, a little ways away. Uh, well, I mean, he, he's basically holding the door for the two of you to enter the back of the theater. Okay. As as he's opening this door, though, Shaft, you get a message from Mia. As you hear her voice in your head uh, through the sending spell. And she says, the amulet is here. Hannah has it. We don't know where it is stored. Wait until you hear from me. And I hope that was all she said. That's might be a loose paraphrase, but <laughs> I was writing as she was saying it. So. <laughs> uh, I'll grab Falzerin's sleeve for a second. I go, hey, uh, Falzerin. I sort of pull him down to me. Go, uh, they located what we're looking for and uh, told us to hold tight. Oh, oh, I, I see. Hmm. Well, what what do we do with, with Kula here? Is, is there a problem? Yeah. Uh, could you give us a minute? <sighs> okay. Uh, I mean, we'll be right here. We're not going anywhere. Gr- grandmother is waiting. Yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, Isabel and I go way back. She understands. She'll, she knows that I'm usually late. From, uh, okay, sure. He's just going to kind of sit there and wait and just hold the door. Um, from inside, though, you do, uh, you hear, like, people, you know, the sound of chatter, uh, like, conversations things being moved and shuffled around inside and you hear um kind of from from where you are it's a little faint but you do hear the sound of of uh, an organ being played uh it's it's very haunting and and quite lovely okay i'll just whisper to falls right and i'll just go uh get ready to get us the hell out of here if things go awry i have a pretty good feeling we're going to see uh salamar here yeah, I, I have have my suspicions about what we're walking into. It it feels like a trap. Uh, yeah. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. If you are. <clears throat> okay, Kula. Yeah, uh, lead on, buddy. And he'll, you know, as you enter, he lets the door close uh, behind the three of you, and. You're, you're walking through, like, you know, this is like a backstage area. So you're passing by, um, like, dressing rooms, and there's people that look, you know, it, like, it's frantic and it's energetic back here as people are, like, doing wardrobe changes. And, um, you know, there's people running over lines for the next parts in the play, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you're getting some looks, but like, it doesn't look like anyone. They all seem too focused on, you know, their task at hand, really, to pay you much mind. But Kula basically leads you, you know, past these people and out to um, kind of a, a sizable back area, right? Um, what, you know, you can kind of look and see, you, this would be like on either side of the stage, right? Just kind of out of view from the audience kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, as he takes you onto the stage, the curtains are, are still closed. And he'll basically, he just goes to the center of them and opens up the curtain and, and, you know, makes an opening for the two of you to step out and through. Out onto the stage? Yes. And do is somebody on the stage right now? Lights and stuff like the show? No, on? it's there's nobody on the stage. Everyone was just kind of backstage. Okay. Um, I I will stand there and look at Kula and go, oh, no, you first. 
he will kind of nod and, and step out onto the stage. Uh, uh, you know, on the other side of the curtain, still, you know, holding open an opening for the two of you. Yes, I I should have said this earlier, cool, but I, I suffer from quite a great deal of stage fright. Of no, no, no. It, there's it's intermission. There's 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 nobody here. Well, I know it, it doesn't seem rational, even without people. It just the the stage is still a scary place. Can can we hear uh, so? Is there a curtain between us and the and the chairs? Yeah, so currently the... you can't see into the theater uh, because you haven't gone to the, you know, Kula has literally just like parted where the two sides of the curtain meet, right? And made an opening to step through. That's it. So I think as we walk across the stage, I'll I'll sort of go over by the curtain to sort of look out uh, where, where it parts in the middle if it does a little bit and sort of grab onto it and, and stop in the middle and go, Oh man, it's there's a lot of seats out there. This is Kula, did you did you see how big this place is out here? It's terrifying. Come here, Falzer, look. I'm going to sort of feign that I'm I'm quite afraid and sort of like clinging to shaft a little bit. Holding perhaps like holding on to the sleeve near his elbow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just like annoyingly trying to make Kula uncomfortable that I'm not taking this seriously. Right? <laughs> that's what that's what I'm trying to do. Gotcha. Just sort of get his goat every once in a while and go, oh man, this is really... Do they have refreshments here, Kula? Uh, well, well, perhaps uh, I can get you some. Uh... Yeah, I'm thirsty. Can we stop off and get something before we go back and see Isabella? I mean, I'm parched. So have you stepped... You're now on the... Uh still on the inside just looking out yeah I just pulled the curtain back and looked out okay well, well it, it, grandmother will be here shortly oh she's gonna meet us here on stage well, yeah, that's again these are my instructions ah uh, that does that does seem like an an unusual place to meet in the middle of an evening like this don't you think I mean this the show's still going on it's not late enough for everything to be over um, no 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 not yet could each of you uh, give me a perception check, please? 13 for I don't for think sure. I have any modifiers, but I rolled a 19. Uh, oh, I do. So, uh, I adjusted 20. Falzerin, uh, you hear as Shaft is toying with Kula, you hear uh, even above the organ music, which in here is like as loud as you've heard it. And it, it it's kind of peculiar, you know, looking out into the to the theater area. There are no instruments out there. There's no organ in sight. Um, you didn't see one in the back as you were walking through with Kula, and it just kind of seems like it it comes from everywhere around you. Like it's hard to pinpoint exactly where it originates from. But even above uh, that kind of noise, you 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 distinctly hear what sounds like. Mia and Shakara conversing. Uh, they sound a little far away, but you can hear them from somewhere on the other side of the curtain. I will lean down to Shaft and sort of whisper in his ear, did you notice any organ anywhere? Oh, like, where is this music coming from? I've just noticed I didn't see one, and it yeah, doesn't seem to be one around here. Wait, wait, do you hear... I think I hear Shakara. Yes, Mia. yeah, I, I think I did hear Shakara and Mia. They they sound like they're behind the curtain. I'll push the I'll push the curtain open and sort of walk 
out like I'm standing in front of the, uh, you know, the whole theater and go, uh, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's bring the ladies back. Okay. So, uh, a few things are happening here, uh, simultaneously. Mia and what's your name? Mia and Shakar. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking mind blanked her for a second. Oh my god. Now you know what it feels they like to be 52. Okay, excuse me. Mia and Shakara, as you are leaving uh, Hannah's uh, loge box, you hear Shaft saying, hello, hello, hello. And all four of you at the same time, uh, happening at the same time, Hear the the door, the lower doors to the theater, open. So he doesn't answer my sending message. Uh, he didn't. No. Okay. Uh, and I also forgot I could answer so your. So did I. Message. Yeah, you can you can talk to me. <laughs> Should we okay. redo all okay. this? Okay, I, I. No, no, no. But how, is there a duration on how long I have before I could? Uh... It's instantaneous. Oh, okay, okay. So if there was something you wanted to say back, you can just do it now. <laughs> I'll say, okay. <laughs> so we hear Shaft saying what again? Sorry. He's just, hello, hello. And the theater doors are, are opening. And Shaft, uh, Falzern, sorry, have you stepped through the curtain onto with Shaft? This was not Seems the plan. Seems like a loaded question. <laughs> um, I, I would, yeah. I would... Hesitantly cross the threshold. And Mia and Shakara, what the what are you two gonna do as you hear Shaft calling out? I'm gonna be like, Shaft, this wasn't the plan. What are you, what are you doing here? Quiet. I look is where is Kula? <laughs> so Kula is behind you two of the curtain. But okay, again, Mia and Shakara, you are back in the loge box, so you can't see anything over. So what did, what are you if two doing? If we leave the loge box, are we like in a hallway where we can't see the main stage anymore that's correct yes you're a little too far back but you clearly hear shaft's voice originating from that direct like the, the stage's direction i mean that's the way we are wanting to go to leave as i was saying but we the also message. hear the doors open mia we must get out of here let's go downstairs to back towards the stage but we have to be out of this box yeah we gotta go shaft what the heck this wasn't the plan do I, I know her, where her voice is coming from, but I don't see her, I assume. Yeah, she's clearly, it's coming from up top somewhere, one of the six balconies that you can see around you. I'm going to be pushing Mia out the door. Shh! Don't yell his name! Fine. Okay. <laughs> Shaft and Falzerin on stage. You see walking through the door. On stage? Is, is Isabella. I, I'll, I'll turn and... Uh, Hey, odd place to meet. Uh, what you doing here in your call? Gentlemen, hello. Thank you for coming to see me. No problem. Hey, we we were in the middle of dinner, and is this going to take long? Shakara and Mia, you hear Isabella's voice from down in the theater. Mm -hmm. I'm going to push Mia faster. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go faster towards to get down there, away from Hannah's box, down towards the stage. I don't want to get caught up here. Even though I could probably yeah. like fly down or something stupid, like you yeah. could. I don't want to get caught. Do do you want uh, to take surrogate's route, or are you gonna go down the like the fastest way, 
Like, is your intent to get back into the theater? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume Shaft is down there somewhere. What What would be faster, going Surrogate's route or going the way we would know, the public way? Yeah, the public way, down the marble circuit and down and, un, and under the staircase would, would be the quickest, the shortest route. I mean, again, it's it's a matter of a few seconds, but if something bad happens, that could be, you know, impactful. I mean, I don't. Like I will say, <clears throat> yeah, I will say to Shakara, like, walk down the staircase normal. Let's go. We don't need to make a scene. So we just kind of like fast walk. Yeah, like fast walk and like hurry. I'm like, definitely pushing you to go faster, faster, faster. Okay. Isabella takes a few steps towards the stage, and she smiles at Shaft's retort. Oh, do not worry. This will not take long. You two are here with Shakara, yes? I'm here with Falzrin. I point over at him. Yeah, and I'm here with Kula. Oh, yeah, Kula. Forgot about Kula. We're we're both here with Kula. Why are you here? You see that uh, Kula has now disappeared back behind the curtain. Oh, well, I'm here to deal with something pressing. Hmm. Okay. You want to fill us in? I look over at Falzrin and go, Yeah, I think she's going to fill us in. Are you ready to to listen? I sort of give him a wink, like, get the hell out of here. I, 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 I'm all ears, Isabella. And she continues to, you know, casually strolling towards the stage. And as she's moving closer, Alamar speaks up. Falzarin, I can feel the pull. What is happening? Yeah, I look to Shaft. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I go, so, uh, Sardos, um, we could have done this a lot of different ways. But this is very dramatic, I'll say that. <laughs> As you mentioned the name Sardo, uh, Isabella smiles, and she kind of waves her hands, and she transforms into Chucky. And then does it again, transforming into Erica. And finally dispelling the disguised self uh, until Alamar stands before you. As I'm rushing with Shakara, I realize, what am I doing? And I and I teleport, just from the staircase. I teleport to Shaq. Okay, <laughs> excellent. I'm like, wherever he is, they need to know what's going on and need to help them. So I, I go. Well done, okay. Uh, Shaft, to your left, Mia just appears. I sort of jump over a little bit like I'm surprised to go, oh, look, we have another guest. This is going to be a great <laughs> Do I play. need my hammer? Falzern. Oh, yeah, you're going to need that. Uh, yeah, we seem to have found Sardo. Give me my shield. Let's go. So I, like, hold my hands up. Yeah, so I procure them for her. Now, hey, Sardo, can you give us a minute? I have nothing against you, Miss Brightwood. It's these two that we'll be losing on this deal. Sure, but they're my friends, and I'm not going to let you just... Ugh, I'm just... I'm not going to let this happen. This can't happen. We're getting rid of you for good. Salardo is still a, slowly approaching the stage. Falzerin! What? It's painful! And behind you on the other side of the curtain, you hear, like, a large crash and people yelling and, and screams, like a, a commotion going on behind the curtain i'm full on running now you're like as soon as mia like disappears yep. from your side you're, you're running yep. okay 
Then, so Shakara, you 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 hit the top of the marble staircase uh, in like a full sprint, and everyone, you know, all all of the watchers with their drinks turn and, and look at you, oh, and you see from where Hannah was sitting, it's like she gets to her feet uh, as, as you come barreling down. You know, rounding, you know, I just picture you <laughs> like a kid, hand on the banister as you're swinging mm-hmm. around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> with her gorgeous red hair looking like a Disney princess. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you got like a long slit up your thigh in your dress so you can actually sprint and move in it. <laughs> I yes. love the picture yes. of Mia with her shield and hammer in a dress. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy right now. <laughs> um, Falzern uh, is going to say to Mia, Mia, what, what's going on? What did you find out? Quickly. I, I, Hannah has the amulet. Uh, I told you guys not to come in yet. What the frick? This wasn't the plan. And So you don't have no, it? No, we don't have it. The plan was to find out where it's stored and come back to get it later. The, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. This is priority. You see that? Yeah, this this sort of sort of jumped the, the priority list here. Uh, okay, everyone on stage can see, sees that as Mia quickly, ex- you know, very quickly explains everything she knows about the amulet, um, Shakara comes rushing over the threshold of of the theater, and behind you, you hear this, this, this roar. Uh, no, it's not a roar. It's like a, it's like a, <laughs> like an elephant thing. Like, like no an one... elephant, and from the other side of the curtain, you hear heavy footfalls oh, no. starting to, to become more and more rapid. And Shakara, from your vantage point, you just see all of it. You see, you see, like, it's almost like things are in slow motion, and the, and the curtain is parting as this huge bulge is pressing against it. As Shaft, Falzern, and Mia are hit by this massive force from behind. <sighs> F in the chat. I wanted to teleport. <laughs> Uh, it is only. Oh yeah, sorry. That's a that's a twenty-two to hit. Uh, but a yes. a mammoth bursts through the curtain, goring, using a goring attack on the three of you. Is a, 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 a you're you're surprised by it. Everybody but uh, Shakara takes uh, twenty-seven piercing damage Achoo. as you're raked with this mammoth's tusks. And um, it did have a bit of a running start, so if each of you could make me a, a strength saving throw, please. Here's where it falls or shines. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. Uh, that's an 11 for Shaft. Mine's 23. Uh, six for Falzerin. So uh, Shaft and Falzerin are knocked prone at this mammoth's feet, and... Uh, Bill, why don't you roll me, roll me a d6. One to three is you. Four to six is is Shaft. A three. Okay, that's you. So uh, it does get to make a stomp attack against you, which is a twenty-nine to hit. That's a miss. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's using major. The uh, ape serenading. <laughs> <laughs> Upcast. Thirtieth <laughs> level. It rears up and brings both of its feet down on you for an additional uh, 35 bludgeoning damage. Ouch. And we can roll initiative. Uh, let me get my calculator So here. you're not dead, though, because I'm not dead. but Or I wouldn't be. But that's freaking nuts. Okay, Falzern is still breathing. Shaft has a 20. Mia, 6. 
Uh, natural one for Falzerin. <laughs> Shikar has a 19. I can revive you, uh, Falzerin. Gonna need it here pretty soon. <laughs> Top of the order is Shaft. I think I'm going to, uh, as I'm, I'm laying prone so I can go half of my movement, uh, I think what I'm going to do is run up to the left-hand side of the theater and the stage up towards the front, roll back up on my feet, sort of run. Uh, so if I dash during this, do I get my 25 and then half of my first movement, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slide off. What's the drop from the stage down to the theater floor? It is a ten foot drop. All right, I'm gonna. Well, try I, to... I mean, it would be less than it would be more like seven or eight feet. It's not a full ten feet. Okay. Well, I think what I'm gonna try to do is, yeah, so I roll up on my feet and and sort of dash over, uh, jump off of the the stage, down and try to get, uh, take some cover behind some of these uh, theater seats. Okay. Easy. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so for, for Shaft and Falzern, who haven't, haven't, your characters haven't been in this room, um, just and a, and a reminder for everybody. So the this, this whole uh, place, is, it slopes, like from the stage, it like slopes up. And it's it's rows of tiered seating, right? Okay. Uh, I'm looking for half or, full, half or full cover. I don't know what you would say I could get behind some thieves. If you want to crouch down, like you, you'll be able to get full cover because okay. you're halfling for sure. Yeah, you'll be able to get full. That's what I want to do. For kind of fumbling his way through the curtain, which is still like kind of rippling and, and shifting back into place around the mammoth. But Kula steps out onto the stage, and you know, kind of surveying, and he, and he you know, Mia suddenly on the stage where last he was there less, you know, less than five minutes ago, you were not there, and he's looking to. He looks to to Sardo. Where where's Isabella? And then his, he shifts his gaze and he, he sees Shakara, and he he almost gives you a, a bit of a, a double take, and it's like he's leaning into almost like you know how you would like squint in and to get a better look at you like anti anti Shakara, is that you? And um, he is going to hold off on uh, taking any action uh, as he is kind of, he's clearly struck by your new appearance, uh, Shakara. But you are next in initiative. Kula, we must kill this imposter. And I will use my circlet of blasting to use Scorching Ray on Sardo. So the first blast is a 20 to hit. Mm-hmm. That definitely hits. Four seven points of damage. Second one's an 18. That's only four points of damage. And the third one, I was really, I just, I tripped on something um, and completely missed. I, I got a 10. Well, as as your two rays kind of hit Allardo in the back, he kind of looks over his shoulder, noticing you for the first time, really, and then clearly just focuses his direction back on the stage, just completely ignoring you. I'm going to continue running closer, even though I don't currently have a weapon. Right. <laughs> Okay, uh, next is Salard, who uh, just continues to march towards the stage. And, and as he's getting closer to you, Falzern, Alamar is, is his, he starts to, to scream and yell, Falzern, it's painful. A 
Sardo is actually going to attempt to get up onto the stage. So he's going to take basically a double movement. As he, you know, Shaft, you've kind of disappeared from sight, but as, he, as he's, he's coming up and he rounds the, the row of seats that you've hid behind, uh, you kind of come back into view, right? Come back into his view. But uh, that was his action to dash. So he, he almost, like, as he sees you and he kind of hesitates and is like looking between you and Falzer and sees like Falzer is still on his back up on the stage. So he's going to continue towards Falzerin. But as he's, he's, he's striding towards you, Falzerin, he gets about 30 feet from you and his arm kind of shoots out towards you as if he, he's, he's like grasping for something. And your bag of holding moves at your side. It, it, like it's, it's being, like it flaps against the side of your body and the cane appears in your hand as, as the bag goes limp at your side. But your arm is now outstretched, grasped onto Alamar's cane towards Sardo. The two of you looking as if you're, you're reaching for each other. Now you can decide to either try to hold on. It's clearly being pulled towards Salardo. So you can either let go of the cane if you want, or you can try to keep hold of, on it. That's That'll be up to you. But next in initiative is Mia. You are uh, engaged uh, with this mammoth. Engaged with a mammoth. We're going to have very hairy babies. <laughs> Flying hairy babies. <laughs> with glowing topaz eyes. I'm I'm going to throw down. Mia's going to Mia's going to call lightning. I know what Salardo said that I'm not involved and he's maybe not going to aim at me, but I got to I got to defend Falzer in here. So I'm going to call lightning at 5th level. Um, I'm assuming in a theater we can hold the 10 feet tall cylinder, 60 foot radius. A 10 foot cylinder with a 60 foot radius. Mm-hmm. Because it says if it can't fit into the space, it doesn't get cast. Is that correct? It says the spell fails if you can't see a point in the air where the storm cloud could appear. For example, if you're in a room that can't accommodate the cloud. So yeah. Okay, this room absolutely can accommodate this cloud. And you, so you're like pointing, you point up. Uh, Hammer, and, and you know, yeah. uh, up high in the, in the, right, right. But you're like motioning for the point, right? Mm-hmm. For where you put the storm. Up into like the rafters, uh, it's like you know a sixty-foot ceiling uh, to the top of this this like amphitheater, mm-hmm. right? And you see, you know, up there, there's uh, there's like a, a, a series of catwalks uh, above, which kind of run more, more above the stage, but a little out above the audience as well. Yeah. And you actually see a, a cloaked figure up there as you place your storm cloud, which you know your cloud just engulfs this this person up there. Okay. I'm, I'm calling lightning, and um, the point that I see under the cloud that I'm going to target is Salardos, and I'm going to use a channel from my legendary pendant. So he makes a dexterity saving throw? A dexterity saving throw, and then I'm just looking at the channel. You know, I think... Uh, I basically don't have to roll for damage. It's going to take the 5d10 uh, lightning. Yeah. Attack. Aladar is actually going to attempt to counterspell your Call Lightning. Okay. Uh, he is only casting at a third level, though. Call Lightning is a level four, I'm right? casting at level five. 
Level 5. Okay, so he's going to have to make a, a check to see if this works. So DC is 10 plus his spell level. Oh, he only got... He only got a 3. So you definitely <laughs> pull it off and he yes. burns the spell slot. Suck it, Alamar. I mean, Salardo. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's 5d10 lightning damage. Okay, 50 damage. Well done. And a concentration check? For him, if he's doing something. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm just asking if it, if it would break his concentration on whatever he's trying to do. If he were concentrating on something, he would have to make a concentration check. Yeah. Um, but he did not. Okay. I also feel like Mia would cast her spiritual weapon she's just like we're making a scene let's make a scene so she's gonna she's gonna cast spiritual weapon at second level which is what it is and try to hit him with her spiritual hammer her spectral weapon as you hit him with the lightning taking the full brunt of it Mm -hmm. you see he lurches forward five feet as you know, you 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 knock him almost like off balance, mm-hmm. but the pole, this this whatever's happening here, his arm just he he's like almost tugging at his arm himself, but taking your hit, he lurches forward five feet towards Faldron. So you want to hammer him? Yeah, I'm gonna try to ha- yeah I'm gonna try to hammer him. It was only a fifteen to hit. Try to put the hammer between him and Faldron. Okay, uh, a fifteen is going to be a miss. I'm gonna yell. Protect Falzerin. Next is the mammoth. Rounds on Mia. Will attempt to gore you with its tusks. Uh, 18 to hit? Uh, I think my AC just goes up to 17 with the shield. So yeah, that hits. Uh, low damage. You take 23 piercing damage. Come again. Low <laughs> that was a low roll. Could you also roll me a constitution saving throw, please? You need a, uh, a DC 13. Yeah, it's a 10. Okay, that is a fail. So your storm does dissipate. And uh, you all kind of can see the figure up there in the rafters now. Uh, as he's he's kind of like clinging on to like the catwalk he's on, Uh you know, as his vision was obscured by this cloud, this roiling thunder cloud that's shooting lightning that he was kind of inside of. It's a big spell slot. That's a that's a big spell slot to get rid of for me. That was a, that was big damage. That, that was big damage. Do we know who that is? A gaffer. You? Yeah, yeah. He's just a he's just a guy working the rigging. <laughs> uh, no, you, he's checking you, the sound you, levels. He's he's come. He's kind of shrouded uh, in shadows, and he's in. Uh, dressed in like a dark cloak and um, his face seems to be completely obscured. Falzerin, you are up. I have about three ideas for what I could do. So Falzerin, you're on the ground and this cane is in your hand pulling you towards Sardo. What are you doing? Are you letting go of the cane or are you going to attempt to hold on to it? No, I'm going to hold on to the cane. Um, I'm concerned about what the outcome is going to be if he gets this cane. I don't know what's going on with that. Okay, you need to make me an athletics check then, please. Uh, 14. Okay, that unfortunately is not enough to hold on to the cane. As it's wrenched from your grip, you know, as you're just barely able, just barely hanging on to it, your fingertips kind of sliding off of the cane as it shoots forward. And, you know, it only shoots 
15 feet from you, right? It can't go any further. And it, it like, jolts you, right? You're kind of pulled almost like, uh, you know, because you're still, you're still on the ground, so you do need to stand up. But it's clearly still being pulled towards Salardo. And this mammoth is still right on my butt. It had just attacked Mia, but I'm pretty much adjacent to it, right? That is correct. Alamar, what's happening? I, I don't. I am going to cast Wall of Force. Well, before I commit to that, um, would a. Can you try to stand up? I will do that as well, yes. Would a radius of 10 feet, so a, a 20 foot diameter sphere, be big enough to enclose this mammoth? Oh, no, the mammoth is, takes up a 15 by 15 foot uh, area. Okay. It's well, a huge that's creature. problematic. Okay. Um, so I will still cast Wall of Force, but I'm just going to create an, a wall instead to block the mammoth from myself and, and Mia, basically. I'm just going to put up a wall between us. So it can be uh, their 10-foot squared panels, which I can make 10 of. How high would you say I would need, like, two panels high, 20 feet tall? Would that be tall enough to... Yeah, the the mammoth is probably, like, toe to head, like, 15 feet at least. So, yeah, two panels up, two panels across. Uh, well, it says I can I can make 10 panels in total. So you make 10 10 foot by 10 foot panels. Might as well make a three by yeah. three. So it would be, if it's too high, it would be five wide. So 50 feet wide. Now, do you want to, you could get it between everybody and Kula and the mammoth if you make a long enough, right? Yeah, and actually, according to the spell text here, I could cast it in a space that's occupied by a creature and that creature is then pushed in a direction that I choose. So maybe I could push it a little bit further away from us, five feet away from us or so. Okay, sure. You could do that to both Kula and the mammoth. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna allow Kula to be on the good side of the wall. Well, I don't know if there is a good side of the wall right now, but the non-mammoth side. I'm not convinced that Kula is, um, is gonna join Alamar in this fight, basically, or Salardo. So I, I would keep Kula on our side of the wall. And then I will use um, half my movement to stand. That will be my turn. And that, even as you're you're casting Wall of Force, there this pull isn't interrupting your casting, but the hand in which you held the cane is still outstretched. Like you, you're it's like immobilized, where you know stretched towards Allardo. So you're still able to cast with your other hand, right? and be able to get the wall of force. So it's not gonna interrupt your casting entirely, but it's definitely, you're not in full control of, of that limb. And that, that whole pulling sensation is still being felt on your body. Yeah, you're attached to the cane, right? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's affecting you yourself, unknown. Sardo, what, what's going on with this cane? What is this business? I've, I've done nothing. What are you doing? What is this trickery? I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. Okay, that's that's it for my turn. Psst. Hey, are you still listening? You want to keep up with the incorrigibles? 
Our website, incorrigibleparty.com, has all of our links. Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Instagram. Sometimes we're Twitchers, too. You want to support our show? We have a Patreon where you can get exclusive content, early access to episodes, and more. Thanks for your support and helping our show grow. We want to thank Tabletop Audio for ambient sounds and music. We want to thank James Mercy Music for our intro song. And our sponsor, Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com. Happy adventuring!